0: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the godfather. Now at chumbacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
1: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void we prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
2: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
0: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
2: Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino.
0: Hello everyone and welcome to Club Deck Corner here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. This week, Rangers just about to get pass marks in Perth and Real Betis come to town for the start of the UEFA UEFA Europa League group stages. I am Scott Carney and joining me tonight is Ryan Haymarks. First of all, hello Ryan, how are you mate? I'm good mate,
1: I'm good mate. Glad um, to be back on. I feel as if like I haven't been on for ages, even though I think it's because it's an international break and then... I missed the pod straight after that. It does feel as if it's been ages since I've been on. Um just about over that that game before the international break. We don't need to get mm. into any detail about that. But aye, I'm looking for in a weird way, I'm looking forward to just getting back to iBooks uh, this week, mate, and see if we can just get some sort of a lift. But um yeah, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to see you two.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think have you, you you didn't really come on the de- a debrief after the old Form, did you? I can't remember if I you did, did the reaction
1: it? pod from the pub. The pub,
0: um, but I didn't do the one on the Tuesday, yeah. Then you were working of out, I suppose. Also, I you've not been about because I'm the nicest gaffer in the world, mate, and you can take annual leave whenever you want. So, um, well, yeah, you've, got I mean, a, you've got an email in your
1: inbox as well, so oh
0: that's safe. Oh you, I'll just oh drop that in there now. Oh, where you go, man? Away you go. Um, honestly, I've never no it, never known I didn't like it. And the guy that's over his nervousness, uh, Scott Gemmell. Scott, how are you going? How's it going, mate?
2: I know bad, Carney. Uh, good to speak to you and Ryan. It seems like a while that I've been I've been off my annual leave, annual leave from work as well. Um so yeah. I've had that um bit so I'm straight back into work today and um, I I'll be a wee bit shattered, but looking forward to discussing all things rangers, even if they make it a struggle at times.
0: Not half mate, yeah, we'll certainly get into that I, uh, Yeah, as I say, I, I'm going to need to plan some annual leave, gents I, I, I think I'm long overdue, a wee break to be honest, but no, um, as I say it's, it's, what else would I do with my nights as I say, I enjoy to do this, but you boys uh, you boys can take annual leave whenever you like <laughs> so I'm like, right, there's so usually always one, he's, Ali's not actually annual leave tonight by the way, so I can't really give him anything he is working, he's away, he's away working just now which is, again, fair enough, you can't really I can't argue with that at all uh, right before we get into things a shameless plug as always to support the podcast to reach the next level you can join the YouTube channel for as little as 99p a month uh, you can also buy the podcast a coffee and join the coffee buying legend membership via buymeacoffee.com all the links are in the description for this podcast if you could like the video subscribe to the channel as well we are very close we're less than 200 away from 5,000 already which is bonkers I thought we would take us to at least the end of this season which is a bit crazy, uh, but yes, if you could help us get to 5,000, that would be very much appreciated, uh, I really would appreciate that, and I say, in terms of coffee buying goes uh, thank you to Brian and Lynn Haymarch for buying the podcast a coffee good eggs then Ryan, eh?
1: They are good eggs mate and, you know, they're obviously splashing the cash about because it's happy new couch day yeah, from mum and dad, to get a oh, new it? couch today so when they're watching this from a new couch I want to say happy new couch day mum and dad Yeah, they'll be absolutely buzzing Uh, But I, they're good eggs, mate. They're good eggs. We must be sharing that coffee. I thought that maybe I bought two or three.
0: Yeah, no, no. I They've got a new couch, mate. Look, Vegas can't kind of a choosers, mate. No, I'm kidding on. It's very much appreciated. It's very much appreciated uh, the support. Really, really, really nice. Uh, nice of them to do so. And yeah, happy new couch. Hopefully, this makes it out to them just in time for them to sit down with a cup of tea tonight, mate, to watch it. Um, right, we'll start with the St. Johnston game. So obviously, St. Johnston now Rangers two. Not the performance um, we were really wanting. Um, maybe not expecting again as well. I think that's probably a wee bit. Too idealistic to have thought that Rangers were all of a sudden going to turn into a tremendous football team. Uh, but a win, and a hugely important one at that. It was vital to get to three points and at a ground that has previously been um, been troublesome for us, Ryan. Um, the game itself, mate, I think we, we couldn't have expected Rangers to come into this and all of a sudden start playing free-flowing football like Barcelona of 2000, mate. It was never really going to happen. And ultimately now that... Time has passed from it and I've obviously had the reaction after the game. I was still a wee bit, and I probably still am a wee bit, not too impressed with what I've seen. My opinions haven't changed and what the concerns I feel are with with Bill. But the most important thing, mate, was getting a win no no matter what because we had to quickly get back on track.
1: Yeah, it's always the most important thing before anything, before any egos or who you want removed from the team or management or whatever. The most important thing is three points for Rangers on a Saturday and, uh, and we got it. So there's, there's no doubt about that. But, yeah, you're wanting a performance, you're wanting a click, you're wanting to see something different. I don't think... Yeah, I ne- we're never going to play like Barcelona, as you say, or the, the old Barcelona. Um, I don't think you're ever going to see that. I think you just want to see a couple of patterns of play, something kind of clicking, some sort of identity to the team. I'll be honest, I do see, I'm starting to see an identity to the team, believe it or not. And I think I think it's we are a, we're a possession-based football team. I think that's very yes. clear to see. I think we yep. will recycle the ball um, all the time. We are not a direct attacking team. Um, I don't think that's the style Michael Biel is going to bring. So if MD's wanting that, I would tune out because that's not the football we're going to play. Um, But if you get three points every week, I'll take it. I've always said that if Rangers get three points from now to the end of the season and play like that or worse, I'll take it because it'll bring trophies. But that's a big thing. They've got to do it in big games. They've got to be able to grind out results in big games, and that's what they've not done up until now. In terms of Saturday, they got the three points. Um, There's a couple of positives in there um, in terms of like Tom Lawrence, Danilo, etc. But overall, Rangers get three points up the road. But the performance, mate, we all know has to improve. It has to, because I don't rate St Johnson with all due respect. I think they're going to be a team who are going to be struggling this season. I think you could see they didn't really pose much threat. I think we would all be sitting watching the game and Saturday thinking the same, like the only chance they've got a score is probably us mucking up. Yeah. <laughs> Again, that's how I always feel about Rangers. But yeah, it's very much a, a and it's a stamp that we put on the pod every time we win uh, three points and up the road.
0: Yeah, Scotia, it was it was very much like that, and Ryan's uh, Ryan's right that I think to, to to expect a a complete overhaul of what Beale was going to be doing, other way that he's intended to playing football. At, at, at least straight away, at least just now, while he's battling against the 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 the, the Rangers faithful mate in terms of. He's, he needs to rebuild that faith more than anything else in him. Um, we were never really going to, we were never going to play tremendous football, but it was, it was incredibly important for Michael Beale, no matter what, by hooker, by crookmate, to get three points.
2: Yeah, I mean the three points were the priority, the must, um, because if that had finished in a draw, or God forbid, it was a defeat, um, I, I would have been. It would have been a lot in the so, atmosphere. Uh, yeah, the atmosphere around arranged. It would be, yeah, um, so yes, getting the three points was the main thing, but I don't know about you, as I went into that game, turned it on at 12 o'clock on the Saturday, and I wasn't really feeling up for the game myself, to sit and watch mm-hmm. it, um, and then the, after it, I was like, right, three points, but I was still, I wasn't, you know, enthused about Rangers, and um, it was just like, right, job done, tick that box, on we go. On, on, onwards and upwards as it were but it's, it's a bit of a struggle right now I just think that's the atmosphere around the club at the moment um hopefully it can change quickly because I don't like feeling like that but yeah like you say three points is the main thing but I mean we've spoken before about how our team in the 90s during the 9-0 era these are the type of games you go out and win like boring routine drab kind of games that you go out and win that the problem is we've not got anything else to get excited about at the moment and that's where You know, the lack of Kenny enthusiasm for me is right now. But yeah, three points was what he needed to do. And thankfully we managed it.
0: Yeah, I think you're spot on. And I think if we had been playing terrific football up to this point and we get a performance like if you just isolate Saturday on its own and you got that performance, you'd be like, fair enough. It was a routine win. And it was a routine win. I'm not acting like it wasn't. But the reason that it's going to be overanalyzed as we are doing is because we're not seeing a real identity getting stamped onto the team in terms of attacking football. We'll come on to a bit of formations, tactics, etc. in a bit. I think it is important to talk about that um, because I think it's, we're all beginning to realise that, that maybe the plan is what we're watching, um, unfortunately, because there's, there's a things of it that doesn't make sense to me. Um, but again, I'm a very layman's term football fan. I'm by no means a tactical genius. Um, my football manager record will tell you that itself. But I do... I do like to think that I uh, that I can try that I can try and understand. But as I say, we will come on to that. Um, such bad luck for Danilo uh, Ryan. Great move and a great finish by him. This is the most Rangers thing of twenty twenty three, mate. is that our six million striker gets a start, gets a goal, and then gets clattered one uh, head on with, and ends up with a, a compound fracture. Uh, and he's had had, had had have an operation. Just incredibly un- unlucky, mate. It really is. <laughs>
1: It's, it's unbelievable. The, the injuries at the moment, again, they're starting to... It's not build up, but you're just... Danilo, for me, I wanted to see him starting. So when he got the goal, I was like every Rangers fan thinking, yes, that's exactly what you needed. And it was a good goal. It wasn't a scuffed shot. it's a very well-taken header. Um, but, yeah, he's out for... I don't know how long he's going to be out for. Look, this sword one, as soon as he... May, he went down. I saw the replay. I thought he's he'll be in a bad way after that. And then I saw the, the kind of side of his face. Aye, uh, it's as you say, twenty twenty three, probably <laughs> end of twenty twenty two, twenty three. Rangers. It just seems to be we have very bad luck with injuries, but you do have to, you've got to keep playing through these things. You've got to have the the backbone, uh, sorry, the squad rotation to be able to deal with these injuries. But yes, we do have very bad injury uh, a bad injury record. I mean, you put Cantwell in there along with Danilo. It's not great in terms of attacking sense that two of your bigger biggest players certainly are out, and I do feel for Danilo because he's been he's been I've got to, I've got to say he's been rotting out rotting away in the bench a bit um, in terms of his, his starting appearance. I think he's only had one or two starting appearances. He's been on the bench four or five times in a row. Um, so he would have been eager to, to make an impression. And he did for me. thought he looked lively. And he's only going to get sharper with more game time, but he must be so frustrated. And we're frustrated mm-hmm. as well. So I'm hoping it's a speedy recovery and he's not too long in the sidelines, but it was a sore one.
0: Was. Scotia so, Ryan mentioned as well that we've seen a few moments of play that you can kind of be positive about. And this move is one of them. Um I think James Tavernier's runs Brown I think Lamer's plays the ball the perfect weight to him for Tav to decide whether he's going to take his man on or not. And the cross is perfect, it's straight onto Danilo's head. It's a it is a really good goal. It's just it's look, there's people that are going to criticise Gordon for going in the way he's done. At the end of the day, he's a defender going to win the ball. I can't I, I can't be too overcritical of that. Yes, it's a head knock. Yes, he was late, but the end of the day, he's only trying to do his job. I don't think there was any malice in it at all. And I've seen the goal multiple times. I don't think there's anything in it, so I can't. I'm not going to be critical of him at all. He's just trying to win the ball. But it was a really good goal, mate. But as again with Danilo, it's just one of those things. You're like, it went, I literally, when he went down and he went off. I was just sitting, I had to sit and watch it with Ali, and I had to sit and watch it. With Ali, I make it sound like it's <laughs> a troll. Sometimes it can be a troll watching the goal from <laughs> with stuff. It
2: can um, indeed, yes,
0: it can. But I, I just kind of looked at him and I went, "Of course he's injured, me. Of course he is."
2: Yeah, you know what, this, kind of, this wee sort of three-minute spell Kenny kind of encapsulated about how I'm feeling about Rangers, because the goal goes in, and it was in what, early, 15 minutes on, it goes in, so you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, no, that's good. Ruth, he was linking up well with Ruth before that, Danilo, you know, good bit of movement, I thought. The goal itself, like you say, yeah, well-worked goal, good work by Tav and Lammers, much maligned Lammers. I don't know if you'll maybe come on to him later, That decent mm-hmm. wee bit of play from him. He's a really good header from from Danilo and then oh yeah the head knock that like Ryan says there it did look a sore one what I was pleased to see though although I didn't think this would happen is that Danilo was like prostrating to um, stay on the pitch and that's always a good sign you know it's not not too bad but, but the force that you seen that hit with I knew he was going to get I didn't even I didn't know it was a fracture at this point I just thought you know he's getting taken off because of the concussion protocols which is the right thing to do it's the right thing to do but it is a bit of a shame. For Danilo because like Ryan's and yourselves there say he's been struggling to get a start Beals kind of alluded to that there was bits and pieces going on in the background with Danilo that maybe prevented him from starting more regularly which I don't know if we'd have maybe found out about in the press conference tomorrow had the injury not happened or not but um, it is frustrating because Danilo for me he's a six million pounds player that we've signed he should be like our main striker our main striker, and he's not really had the opportunity to do so and the time he does he's only on the pitch for about 16 minutes um unfortunately so hopefully it's not a, a too long a one it's a, a fractured cheekbone I think he can come back fairly really quickly from them and you know the the, the play one of players them, with the masks, aye, uh, yeah. the masks on. So hopefully he won't be out for too long. I think he would have, regardless, he would have missed the game because of concussion protocols. Um, he would maybe missed if it wasn't a fracture cheekbone. I would imagine on Thursday, but um, no, hopefully as a speedy recovery because like I say, that fifteen wee, that fifteen minutes we have seen, it, it was looking decent for me.
0: Yeah, I agree, mate. It was looking decent for me as well, and it was a perfect start to the game, really. Um, Scotia, I'll come back to you because you mentioned Lammers. I thought he started fine, I, I did, but I'm going to come on and talk about the the formation and the tactics. I suppose now Ryan's right; we're a possession based team, but right now, what I believe that we're seeing is we're attacked. We're a possession based team, but we just have possession for the sake of having possession. We're not dangerous in possession we don't look attacking in possession if that makes sense there's a lot of safe passes happening and it's a case of just keeping the ball and not letting the other team score and I believe that we fall into a a, a routine a a Holding pattern in terms of let's just be a goal up, we'll just keep the ball and pass it about and not really take any great risks. And see players like Lamers for me, I think, even though I don't think he's been great, I don't I think he's been downhill since after pre season. But when Rangers decide to go into this holding pattern, and Kamar Roof's coming back to the centre halves to pick up the ball, for example, for reasons best known to Michael Beal and Kamar Roof, because I don't understand that at all. But I think players like Lamers are going to suffer from it because. They're constantly moving, constantly working, constantly trying to get the ball forward. But we just keep doing the rotation, the rotation of the ball from side to side. A wee forward pass, wee forward pass back. So my question is: Do you believe that the way that we're going into this kind of holding pattern, if you like, in terms of just retaining possession, is it's making our attacking
2: players suffering, uh, suffer, including Lammers? Yeah, I think that's a fair shout. Um, on the Lammers one, I think the Lammers has got, a, for me, he's got a case he's trying too hard. It appears yeah, at times does. for me now, and he, he's kind of, like you say, he did have a good pre-season, but he's not really kicked on from that good pre-season. He's had wee moments here and there, like like we mentioned about the goal there, but over the course of a game, he's not been great. And it's a worry because is he going to be like a player like Amatondo who you know didn't really get running at all? The first season is here, and then are we going to have to be waiting until next season? Hope not, because again we spent a decent bit of money on Lammers. But for for me, one of the issues I think is down to how Beale's setting up his teams and the tactics that he's playing. He's kind of for me, he's kind of, he doesn't know whether what way he'd play attacking. Sometimes he looks like he wants to play like there in the game Saturday. He had Lammers and Lawrence starting there, more sort started to inside number tens, so a bit narrower, so that the fullbacks have got space out there. Obviously, the injury changes things. We see him coming on, but then he sort of reverts back to like a four-three-three formation. And this this is a, an issue that um, Hadji suffered with. And trying to play someone out wide right when they're not really a wide right player, they need to be played more in inside. And I don't know what I don't know if Beal knows who he prefers out of Lammers, um, Cantwell, and Lawrence. Obviously, Lawrence is getting up to speed at the moment, but you, we've seen that he's been trying to. Adjust the team, tweak the team to accommodate these players. When probably the best thing to do would be to go with one system, and then one of them just has to has to drop to the bench. Because um, for for me at the minute, I I, don't, I get the feeling that Beal doesn't really know whether to go the sort of traditional four three three. Would you say that he played under with Gerrard, or mm-hmm. if he goes with a more narrower formation that with Kenny? We did see in flashes towards the end of last season, and it was kind of going with like the more like a four two three one five three two of information at times and yeah. I don't know if Beal knows what he's doing quite yet and he's not figured it out and I think that translates you see that translating it to players and the big worry for me as well is, is it's, it's about after about 20 minutes 30 minutes Rangers just stop playing and then they allow the team because there was a moment in the first 15 minutes of the second half there was a real, if St John's were a better team they would have been back in the game they would have scored an equaliser because we were very poor because we just stood off them and it's a worry
0: yeah. Ryan Schosser makes a lot of very good points there. I think um I th- I think he's right in terms of Bill's I don't think he's got a clue who his best eleven is. I honestly don't. I don't think he's got a clue what the best formation is and it's constantly constantly the tweaks of it are keep happening. It's um it's it's baffling at times. I also found that we were I also find that we just play in spaces, if that makes sense. On the pitch, we don't actually have a formation. It's like the ball's over there, everybody push into there. The ball's over there, everybody push into there. And there was times that we had a chance to win a possession high, which we did. We'd turn round, look for an out ball. There's no out ball. There's one striker maybe standing who's about five yards away from you, not 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 able to make a run because he's got a full-back and a centre-half standing next to him. And we just revert back to going back to... Golton back to Davis back to Lundstrom back to wherever it may be. I think I think we're still quite right to be and I say I, I know I'm, I'm not being too critical. of The win, the win is all that mattered, but that's why the opinion isn't changing any from the from after the old firm is because we still don't really understand. Or oh, we still believe that Michael Beale doesn't really fully understand who he's best 11 is. And really, at this point in the season, mate, I know we're still early on, but you would like to think, what, eight, nine players are kind of in bets to start. You're not really anywhere near that right now. You're looking at, what, maybe three, four, possibly, that you know will definitely start.
1: Yeah, and that's, that's one of a number of concerns. By the way, lads, I am not scared to slip this into the negative gear. Um, if you need somebody to do it, because I'll do it. <laughs> no, um, I mean, I, I know, don't I to I, no, I know we're going to kind of get it in the comment. Well, i get it in the comments a bit for. But I'll call it as I see it. I think you're kind. I don't want it to turn into a build-bashing session, but I think you're kind in when you say that he doesn't have a clue if he's starting 11. I think he doesn't have a clue on his tactics or his formation or anything yet at the moment. I feel as if he's very much finding his feet for this Rangers team and what he wants to do, because it does seem to change. Scorcher makes some great points here, and like, and it seems to change every game at least. Anyway, um, with Lammers, he looks as if he's trying to play two tens, and then he's trying to play the high full-backs and then as Scorcher said, they're playing inside each other. There just doesn't seem to be a pattern to anything that's happening at the moment, and I think that's why we're all getting frustrated because put the bad results along with that, then it's not a nice, it's not a nice combination, it's not a nice cocktail for the Rangers fans to take. So. It's worrying, and, and I've said this a hundred times. I'm mean, Honestly, I'm exhausted saying it, but I, I need to say it as I see it. The biggest thing for me, I think, why why Scotia said he wasn't overly looking forward to watching the game on Saturday, and I, I think we probably, as a support felt this. we weren't really up for the game on Saturday, is because of what you've seen again on Saturday. I said, you've got this kind of lull with the Rangers fans just now. Which is, I just don't seem to be seeing a reaction from the players. Mm-hmm. I'm not seeing a kind of... <clears throat> Do you know what? We, we? You hear it in press conferences how they're hurting. I heard it for John Lundstrom and Michael Beal. The players are hurting. They need to react to the next game. All they can do is win the next game. They did. I just don't see this reaction that we should be seeing or this fight and desire that we should be seeing. They look slow on the ball and off the ball, and that's what I don't get because that's something you're in control of. Michael Beal can't control that. He can't say to Lammers, I need you. Two yards, three yards at least closer to your opponent. I'm not I'm not just I just use Lambs as an example that I'm not um, picking him. But they just all seem to be and that that's what worries me more because are they not buying into what Beale's trying to do? Yeah. Is he giving them a clear game plan and they're not carrying it out? Are they supposed to be high pressing? Is there supposed to be more intensity of the game? I don't know. But in terms of I totally lost the question. I went off and I ran. Um <laughs> in terms of the style, in terms of the style, boys. That as it it's possession based, and so many times you'll see it. We have a throw-in five yards outside the box. I'll give you one guess where that throw-in's going and who it's going to end up at. Mm-hmm. The center halves. Mm-hmm. It goes to Tavernier, Tavernier will take it, or whoever takes it to Tavernier. It gets recycled. It gets played to the center halves. We pass it about two or three times amongst the center halves, and the the opposition come out. And that is our style. That is our style. Our style is possession-based football, with really it worries me that we don't really know what we're doing with it. We don't have a... Kind of, if you had a Joe Aribo or Glenn Camaro, who are very careful with the ball and they take care of the ball, we were quite wasteful. Uh, there's a lot of players who are asking, can be wasteful with the ball. A lot of Lammers very wasteful with the ball. His ball distribution isn't great. And that's what worries me, that the, the style that he is playing, he maybe doesn't have the midfield all the players to play that style. But time will tell, boys, um, rant over.
0: Yeah, no, look, I get it, mate, because there was points even in the first half where we weren't using Yilmaz at all. The guy was standing yeah. there and we're not using him, even though I don't think he's in a particularly great runner form anyway, but he's still, he was, we were so concentrated down the right-hand down the right side and it almost attracts the whole team over to the right-hand side and we lose even more width than what we usually have when we're set up as normal. So there, there's there, I I get it, mate. I do 100%. I, I do completely get it. And the tempo is so pedestrian at times. I mean, it's just so slow. Teams are happy for you to sit and have the ball. When we are one 0 down against St Johnston, St Johnston are happy at that. They're not. They're yeah. not disappointed that they're only one nil down. They are just. They're hoping that you don't go hell for leather to try and make it two three and put it completely out of the touching distance for them. Whereas they'll sit on you for seventy minutes, eighty minutes. They'll let you have the ball at one 0 because they know at one point Rangers will probably got a brain fart in them. Luckily, in Saturday mm-hmm. that didn't didn't quite come. Didn't quite come. At the second half, um, we're only at the second half. Jeez Louise. Um... <laughs> We didn't. We didn't come to the dressing room at all. It was just again, and it's like that's another theme that we see. And again, I think that goes to Bill. Bale. Bill's obviously telling them he's quite happy what he's seen. Don't need up the gears. Everything's absolutely fine. He's not telling them he needs to see more. And if he is telling them he needs to see more, then the players are not responding to it. Because at fifty minutes the second half, you're sitting going, I've seen this so many times. I've seen it so many times. And I said to Ali, I was like, seventy five minutes, mate. It's still going to be one out with Rangers. I guarantee you that. I was like, we're not going to be out of sight in this game by seventy five minutes. And usually, Ali no, no, we'll get two or three, we'll be fine, we'll be fine. i like, was never going to happen. Um, so that is a real concern. Look, without with, without dwelling on that too much, we do see a great goal. Um, we do see a brilliant goal. Really good work by Raskett to get the ball to Tom Lawrence. Lawrence plays all beautiful pass to the, the man of the moment really just now, every, the, the guy, in everybody's, uh, guy in everybody's lips really is Rabbi Matondo. Um when he went through me at Rabbi Matondo, I had zero doubt in my mind that he was going to score that goal, I thought the guy's flying now, he's coming on to the game knowing that he's going to get a bit of space because Sir Johnson have started to try and come out uh, but it did take us till 79 minutes I think it was for us to get that goal but even at that mate, when we move the ball quickly and we go at teams and we've got a player that's direct and willing to run it's it works. It it just worked, and I thought it was a great goal. I really didn't think it was a great goal, and I also breathed a big sigh of relief.
2: Yeah, I mean, you say it took us seventy nine minutes, but it only took Ravi Matondo all of six minutes to do it. And That's true. Like you say, this 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 is the thing. See if that was last season and that ball got slipped into Matondo. You said that now you would think, oh no, it's going in. Last season you'd be like, no, that's not. He's just going to run into a defender or something that had it straight. Yeah, the yeah. It's Funny how, funny how things can change like that. Because I was the mm-hmm. exact same. I thought, no, he's got that. That's going in. Great wee but pass in by Lawrence. I think it helped that maybe St Johnson did maybe expend an awful lot of energy. You know, the 15, 20 minutes before then. For like I say, if they had been a better side, they probably a better side probably would have got an equaliser. or, You know. During that period, and um, so we were fortunate with that. But now a great wee goal to finish it off G- gets you that 2 0. It's always that thing, you always need that second goal just to give you that bit of a cushion. Because we've, we've seen it too many times where we're sitting at 1 0 and the other team will go and score, and then you've only got what for 10 15 minutes to, to change the game. And it's very difficult to change the game, particularly how we tend to kind of slow down for that middle section, sort of end section of the first half. and Started the second half where we don't tend to play with any sort of pace, but no, great we go made in Wales. That goal, the Welsh will be happy with
0: that. <laughs> you'll not be happy though, you'll not be very happy yeah, with really. like ha- that. I was very
2: happy
0: with it, <laughs> yeah. You don't like the Welsh. Um, I'm only kidding by the way, scores going again. In case there's just new Welsh people that have tuned in this, I'm only kidding. And there's a running joke. <laughs> go back and check the archives, there's a running joke about that. Um, Ryan, yeah, look, I mean, Matondo scores a great goal, but let us know beat her in the bush and Johnson are very poor, a very poor team. They did very well and I think their keeper out as, as every Celtic fan will tell you, they had a header Wilde uh Parkhead um to get them a draw there. But I, I'm a wee bit perplexed at how Celtic didn't they at least score two or three at home against them, and I can agree that we controlled the vast majority of the game. Um, apart from, as I said, the really start, the, sh- the, sh- the shaky start to the second half. But again, it, to me, it goes back to tactics as well. is the tactic, wait till the team's knackered and put Matondo on. Well, I hope not, um, <laughs> because
1: it won't always work. But
0: uh, you bet you, I bet you, I bet you knew you would score, but when he was going through I oh, bet I, you he had no doubt. Oh, yeah. he's, like, he's scoring that uh, 100%. He's a, he's, weird,
1: a, that. he's a player that's, you can see he's flying with confidence just now. You've seen it in, yes. uh, was it Eindhoven? And he went on that maze. I think we were down like four at a time anyway, but he went on an absolute maze and took like two or three people out of the game and smashed the post. I mean, more of that. That's what I want to see from any player. Just grab the game sometimes and go for it. And if that was last season, he'd have checked his run and passed it back to Kamara or Jack or whoever, mm. like a win yeah. from whatever... Um, that was last season. So I want to see that from Matondo. That cannot be anything but good for his confidence. And I, I know nobody get got pass marks against um that lot a couple of weeks ago. Nobody did, including Rabbi Matondo. But you've got to kind of take that the element of we didn't play well as a team. He didn't exactly get things put on a plate from they didn't get service. I think I think Matondo for me is a player I would give a run in the team, mate. If he plays well like tomorrow night. Sorry, Thursday night, whenever you watch this, right enough. Um, if you play well on Thursday night and play pool on Sunday, you stick with them. You just keep playing them and let them play into form. And I won't lie to you, mate. I would do the same with Sam Lammers. I think Sam Lammers, I'm still sticking with, has something, is very clearly a confidence player. And I would just stick with him. Just now, I think you've got, he's a signing. But Abby Matondo's just, <laughs> apart from Jack Butland, he's. I think he's probably the most talked about Rangers player at the moment because he has come out of nowhere. He was probably while looking at trying to chip him off somewhere. And he's an over, and there's a kind of shining light in a dark tunnel. So, yeah, I want to see more of Rabi Matondo. I can't believe I'm saying that. But I want to see more of him because it was a very composed finish and good on the lad.
0: Yeah, but we, I always want to be. I want. I want them to prove me wrong. Do you know what I mean? I always want them to prove me Same. wrong. Even Brandon Barker, genuinely. I mean that. If Brandon Barker would have proved me wrong, I'd have been the first guy to sit and say he proved me wrong, but he didn't. But Matondo is. He's. He's slowly winning. Winning people over. That's for sure. Again, I don't know if he has a starter or not. Because again, it means we play with an out and out winger. And again, I don't even know if that's what Bill wants. If that's Bill's style. So it's a difficult one for it. Okay, he came on and makes an impact, but I believe that's the way. Beal just now looks at him, he looks at him will be able to come on and make an impact when the opposition team are getting a bit tired. And I do think I'll stand by Ryan Kent leaving was probably one of the best things ever to happen to Rabbi Matondo at Rangers because I think he thought, hmm, there's an area for me that I could um that I could nail down or at least make a massive impact in without the, the shadow of Kent really hanging over him. Um, I suppose. But yeah, three points down the road. That's what we wanted. Not the performance opinions haven't really changed, I suppose, but um, it was it was crucial to get on the. I, I kind of summed it up as you know, when you've had a really like serious sick time from work and then you go back to work that one, t- that first time you go back, so you've been off for like, a couple of weeks really no well. You've had the sick line and everything, and you go back, and that first day you do the bare minimum to get through that day. That's what I've seen. Right. That's literally what I've seen on Saturday. I was like, that's the way I felt about it. Anyway, we'll move on to our hopefully a much more exciting game and a rather big game
1: catch those springtime vibes all over arizona break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks take a hike among the wildflowers just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees discover arizona's best kept secret
0: Real Betis are coming to Ibrooks to start the UEFA Europa League group stages. They are currently sitting 10th in La Liga after five mm-hmm. matches, two wins, two losses and a draw. their most recent game on Saturday, there was a thumping a thumping 5-0 defeat from Barcelona at the Camp Nou. Now again, you can't really read too much into that because playing up front for them is Juan Felix and Lewandowski. So... I mean <laughs> it's quite a fronting quite a frightening front line to be fair. Uh, but yeah, Ryan, um I'll come back to you, mate. The performance going um even going back to the PSV um the performance even going back to the PSV away game, they're really there needs to be a complete step up from the entire team to the coaching staff and everything. We can't do on Saturday against Betis on Thursday because I I would feel the worst. Okay, they're not in the greatest run of form. Okay, they're they're, they're sitting tenth just now after the start of their league. But this is a La Liga team that you're coming that are coming to High There's going to need to be a vast improvement.
1: Oh, déjà vu. Eh? Deja mm. I remember having <laughs> this conversation almost every week since the season started. Aye, <laughs> uh, there's got to be an improvement, mate. Let's, let's not beat about the bush. Little La, La Liga team. I am expecting something very similar to... <clears throat> very similar to the PSV game in terms of the overall most of possession. I think um, they've got some decent players there and they've had some good results. As you say, I wouldn't read into the Barcelona game too much. I haven't watched them this season, but um, but they have
0: one they, thing I will say is they're not scoring a lot of goals. But when they're winning, they're they're winning. If that makes sense, like they're still winning. They've still yeah. won two games, but they're not scoring a great amount.
1: Yeah, to finish placed in La Liga, I think says it all. So for me, I'll be um, expecting a very good op- good opposition. But yeah, I think the derby. Jury- I don't know if it did beat Villarreal away. I remember looking at the results when we got drawn against them. it. was something like Villarreal away. They won and they drew with Athletic Madrid away. Something like that. A couple yeah, of they impressive drew flag, performances. We? Was it? So a couple of impressive performances there. So, yeah, I think Rangers are up against it on Thursday. However, I do think it's a free hit. I think, in my head, might be defeatist. I don't know. But I think Pettis are the favourites to win the group. And then I think it's uh, between the rest of us, which will be, I'm hoping evenly matched, we can outfight them for the second spot. That's the way I look at my head. I know there'll be some staunch guys in the comments saying that's not the way to look at it, but I think realistically in my head, I think Thursday's a bit of a free hit, just have a go at them, maybe take a physical game to them that they might not like. I don't know what kind of team they are, but Rangers need to change it up a bit. They need to change up how they play. They can't be the slow passing against a La Liga team. I don't see it working if we are giving the ball away or not taking care of the ball properly. I don't see a team like that not punishing us. So it'll be interesting because they do have to take up a, a minimum of two or three levels um, to play this team on Thursday and avoid defeat. Um, but games like this are good. Games now coming thick and fast, Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday will be nothing but good for this team because it will separate the men from the boys and it will separate who can who can play for Rangers and who can't because this, as we said the PSV game, These are the nights that they signed for. They wanted to sign to play in European nights at iBrooks because it's famous for its atmosphere and obviously we went there on a couple of years ago. Prove it. I've said it a million times. These players need to prove it. This is where they want to be and this is where they can play, so stage is set for them.
0: Yeah, Scotia, there's not much I can add to that. That's very, very fitting from Ryan, to be be fair there. It's very good. Um, The the European Knights at Ibrooks mate, are back. It's what everybody does. As Ryan mentioned, it's what, players, it's, it's what players come here to play for. It's what every player talks about when they get it right and they get it special. Now, I believe that the fans are be there and I believe the fans are be there in their numbers and I believe there will be that noise. However, see if we... We don't see the step up that Ryan's saying, the two or three steps up that we get. I get the fear that we go quite flat. I get the fear that the crowd will go quite flat because if we're going to be honest, watching Rangers just now, it can bring you down. It really can bring you down because you're like, there's not really much to get very excited about. The players need to do their part in terms of stepping up in terms of improving their performance including from the management down and I'm pretty sure the fans will respond and at the end of the day it's the least they owe the fans is to show that there's actually something about this team and there is the desire and they are hurting and they, we need a reaction you couldn't really ask for a better chance to do so I know St Johnston was just getting through the getting through there unscathed if you like but this one's this one's a real, a real opportunity to, to start the real road to recovery
2: yeah, it's one of these games that we've seen in the past, um, similar to it, that you know, we've, we want us to step up those levels like Ryan were saying. My slight concern is, and what you were mentioning there about the crowd, is that and as Rangers fans we've got this um, preconception that we're basing Rangers European performances off of our European performances under Steven Gerrard. I don't know if this Michael Beal team is quite there yet. Um, that's my worry that they, can, they can't step it up that level. They can't step it up like the Geo's team as well did in Europe. That's my slight concern that it won't happen. And that's where you know the crowd maybe having like the wrong idea about what Rangers can actually achieve there. I I fully expect. I fully think that we can. But I haven't. I do have slight concerns that we've got that issue. Um, I'm like Ryan. I've not. Watched any Spanish football at all this season? So <gasps> couldn't tell you how. I, I, I've not I don't. Oh no, I it's don't, Italian football. You watch, like? Oh, fuck nah, it's nah, nah, football I generally don't think. watch. I've not got La Liga TV, so I generally don't watch it. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're coming up against a decent quality team. Um, I, I know they do have um, some issues around goalkeeper. I know that um, Silva and was it Claudio Bravo? Well, I don't know if he's not or, meant think, injured. Is he yeah, back? I've, 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 not looked, I've not seen any news today. I don't know. Yeah, I've seen a mad rumour as well that they were potentially looking at signing uh, David De Gea because uh, he's without a club so that they can bring him in and play him. But I don't know how, you know, I've just briefly seen that first thing this morning. Um, I've not looked into their injury. I think there's also a few concerns around the defence of some of the defenders being out injured. But again, middle to front, very good team, you know, decent players in there. I think they brought Perez in from Leicester during the summer there uh, and Isco, although he's getting on about Isco, he's still a, a cracking player. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to the game, but I do, have like I say, that there's a slight concern that I don't know that we're ready to make the steps up that, that Ryan is wanting us to make. That's my, I don't I don't want to be too negative about it, but I just have that slight concern.
0: I think you're quite right to have the concern, mate. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it certainly crossed my mind, but I, again, it's... There's a there's a the core of this team the old guard if you like have been here and done this before and bought the t shirt and they 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 know what they can get out of a European night um eye and how much you can do for your longevity at a club and if you're going to want to prove yourself to see that you are indeed a Rangers player then this is a pretty perfect perfect game for it I say I'm um, no but not sitting here expecting you just to come out and run over the top of them I think we're in for a tough game though um. They're going to. It's going to be a tough game, um, and, and right, I would imagine they have the the line share of possession, but we we can't be scared. Rangers cannot be scared. We have to be. We're going to have to be really brave, and we need to stop doing the one step forward, two step back thing. It's okay getting a result, but we can't then go into the following result, which is another big game, and it is another big game. And no matter what, even if we draw one each. If we get beat two one three one, one um, then there's going to be criticism coming our way but what Michael Beale can't afford in my opinion is another PSV away. He can't get scudded. There is just no chance that the Ibrooks is gonna withstand getting uh seeing the team getting absolutely um turned over. So they're gonna really, really gonna to need to be to be on it. But I think Bill must know that there's a, a feeling of inevitability amongst the, the support just now. Uh, and it's probably as strong as it's ever ever it's ever been. So that's what I mean by saying that a big defeat on um Thursday could cause the the tired feeling of this kind of failure to simply become simply become too much because we we are, we are kind of as a support getting sick of check up putting up it. um but a positive result, as I say, against Betis could really be a massive step for Bill on this on this kind of road to recovery that we're we're going to need to join him on. Unf- well not unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately he was the wrong choice of word there. But by the way things are in terms of the club not removing him, um Bill's going to be the manager. There's only one thing we can do is back him and hope that he can fully recover and he gets every single one of us back on side. Right, before we go, gents, Ryan, I'll come to you first. Give me a teammate. Good luck and give me a score prediction.
1: A team, oh dear, okay. I am <laughs> I'm not prepared for this, but I'll give you one. <laughs> uh, Jack Butland, Gavanier, Goldson, Suter, Bonabarasic, Raskin, Lundstrom, Jack, front three of Abi Matondo, Dessers,
0: and Sima, Seema, right, okay.
1: And I'm going to go two one Rangers. Uh, John Suter to score first.
0: Right, okay, right, okay. I'd, I I would like to um, I would like to think below be positive. I just don't know how quite positive. So the back five is the same. Uh, I think Suter will come back, in. I would play. Raskin, Jack and Lawrence and I would play Matondo Lammers and Dessers because I think Seema did quite well coming through the middle so if we need him to come on um, to replace Dessers at any point I think he would be good I know he can get moved anyway but I think he was he looked looked better playing through the middle I think so Mm -hmm. um, I would go with that, I'm also going 2-1 Rangers, you said 2-1 didn't you? Yeah, two one. Yeah, two one Rangers, and I'm going for Tom Lawrence to score an absolute worldie for the first goal. Is he um, in the squad? Yeah. Uh, he's in the squad, mate. Uh, him and Kamar Roof get added back in to the squad. Um, uh, Scotia, that left out Yelmaz and Yilmaz and, Balogun. Did
2: Balogun, Balogun, got and
0: Balogun. Balogun get left out. Balogun got left out as well, yeah. <laughs> oh so, yeah, that, that's right Scotia, You can finish us off, mate.
2: Yeah, that's what I struggled with this because, like we were saying about Beal, maybe not knowing what our best team is. I don't quite know what our no. best team is at no. the moment yet yeah, either. Um, same back five as you, Lads, though: Butland, Tav, Goldson, Suter, and Barisic. My um, midfield, I would like to see Raskin Jack and Sifuentes, but I think it'll be Rask and Lindstrom and Jack, like Ryan went with there. Um, and then up top, very similar to use both as well, actually. Um, Matondo starts for me, Dessers comes back and and I would continue playing with Ruth. So top three: uh, uh, Matondo, Dessers, and Roof. Um, I think Roof's now got a couple of starts under his belt. He blasted the whole ninety minutes there at the weekend. I I think he's getting up to that that match sharpness. And um, I'll start with him. Go two one Rangers as well, and. Kamar Roof, to score the first goal, finally gets a goal that won't be chopped offside.
0: That won't be chopped offside. I forgot to talk about that, how much it wasn't an offside goal, but anyway, it doesn't matter. We won the game, so we can't dwell on it too much, but it just wasn't the offside. Um, The reason why I didn't pick Kamar Roof, mate, is because I forgot Kamar Roof isn't injured anymore. Uh, I I think I would probably play Kamar Roof over Lammers, now thinking about it i play Kamar and Desters. I as well. <laughs> I think I would probably play Kamar Would you put Roof in right now? 100% I forgot all about Roof. There you go. That's
1: a bigger Rangers fan I am. Yeah, I, just, I, totally, I totally forgot he's fit. and That's terrible. It that is terrible. But yeah, I would play Kamar Roof. If he's fit, I would start him every game. So, yes, I will change Kamar Roof, please. And off-con, seema
0: this is when it's bad that I don't edit podcasts, mate, isn't it? Because I could have easily I took that out again and we'll do it again, but no, um, definitely not going to do that. But yes, as in the famous words of Arthur Pearson, it's over to you, Rangers. Uh, let's hope we see a bit of a reaction on Thursday night. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Our European Nights nice are always something special, uh, and I just hope it's one that we want to remember, not one we want to forget. So, yeah, really looking forward to it, and this is hopefully the start of the, the road back to, to, to recovery for for Bill proper. Anyway, uh, Ryan, for tonight, mate, thank Thank you very much for your
1: time. Thank you, thank you, boys. I enjoyed that therapy as always. That's what I was called at the moment. Six. Um, So yeah, really enjoyed it. Looking forward to the Thursday opera performance and uh, three points with the Rangers at a minimum.
0: That would be very nice. That would be very very good. You'd see very happy faces after the game. Uh, Scotia,
2: cheers, mate. No, cheers guys, yeah, like Ryan, I'd really enjoyed that one the night, um, and also looking very much forward to Thursday evening, and I'm loving the fact that it'll be an 8 o'clock kickoff because that extra 15 minutes for me getting up to Glasgow is, make makes all the difference, difference to you, mate. Makes all the difference, mate, so um, I won't be running up the stairs as <laughs> they like five minutes into the game, so no, looking yeah. forward to it.
0: Well, I'm also looking forward to Ryan giving us the rendition of the Europa League theme music in the group chat sometime before Thursday I literally cannot wait for it that's a, a highlight when the Europa League comes around uh, so thank you for tuning in everybody really do appreciate it if you subscribe, like, video, all the usual kind of stuff we will be back on Thursday after the game to bring some form of reaction win, lose or draw so until then I hope your team played brilliant on Thursday and we managed to get a winning start towards the Aurapod positive start at least towards the the group stages this year of the the, uh, Europa League. So, yes, thank you very much for tuning in. Speak to you all on Thursday. We are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. Cheers, everybody. Sports Social Podcast Network.